0: There's a new approach to making the world a better place. And it's being done on the grassroots level by a group of people called social entrepreneurs. Here's Infotrax Roy Mackey with a look. Roy? Thanks, Chris. Our guest is David Bornstein. He's a journalist who has specialized in writing about social innovations, and he's written a book called How to Change the World, Social Entrepreneurs and the Power of New Ideas. Let's start with that term, social entrepreneurs. Maybe you can just give us a thumbnail sketch of what that means.
1: Sure. Well, everybody knows what an entrepreneur is. Someone who builds a business who has an idea and goes out and makes it happen in the world. But what we're seeing is that more and more people who like to build things are building social changes, organizations, groups, networks that really go out and solve social problems and really help other people. And this is growing into really a new profession.
0: So it is actually a profitable venture that's doing good as well.
1: It can be profitable. Sometimes if you can't make money at it, you set it up as a nonprofit and you seek funding from philanthropy or from government, and you set up a salary structure where you pay yourself a salary. So you're not getting rich like in business. The goal isn't to maximize your wealth, but it's to maximize your contribution. And a lot of people just find this kind of work really satisfying, really fulfilling.
0: Now, some of these entrepreneurs are stepping in to fill voids that are left by government agencies, right?
1: Yeah, it's not only just filling voids, it's actually coming up with new solutions. You know, one of the presumptions that we have in our society is that if only we had enough focus from the government or enough funding, we would solve the problems in education or in healthcare or whatever. The fact is, we don't actually know how to solve a lot of these problems. There's a lot of innovation that's required because society has changed so much. With globalization, with the fact that you now really can't be middle class unless you go to college in the United States. A lot of these things are very new changes. So social entrepreneurs are out there actually crafting new solutions. They are the innovators. They're the equivalent of the research and development department for society. And once they develop their new solutions and models, then the question is how do we scale them up and how do we help deliver those solutions to larger numbers of people? But I would say the main role for social entrepreneurs is to really come up with new ideas, better ways, you know, not just more cooking, but better recipes for society.
0: Could you give us just one or two examples of how a social entrepreneur can better address a problem than a government agency?
1: Sure. An individual named J.B. Schramm started an organization called College Summit to help low-income kids get into college So just to put this in perspective, if you're a low-income high school graduate in the United States, your chances of going to college are 44%, so less than half. According to studies, if you go to college, you'll earn a million dollars more over your working years than if you just graduate from high school. And we have about 200,000 kids in the United States every year who graduate, low-income graduates from high school, who have been shown to be college-capable, who don't enroll in college. So what J.B. did was he developed a methodology working with low-income teenagers to get them into college. He identified what the problems were, why they weren't getting in, what the sort of market gap was, why the information wasn't flowing properly, what the motivational problems were, the insecurities, all of the stuff. He spent years developing an approach that gets low-income kids into college now at the rate of 80%. Wow! And they've done this with thousands and thousands of kids. What we've seen in the private sector for so many years is that, well, you have these crazy monomaniacs with a mission who love to build things, who recruit other people, they create a lot of enthusiasm, and then develop a new product, the Apple computer or whatever. The same exact process that has produced so much economic change can now be devoted to producing great social innovations as well. There really is something changing in the zeitgeist about the way people are thinking about how they can pursue careers and have careers of social impact. It's very promising.
0: David, if someone is listening to this conversation and thinking, yeah, I am restless in what I'm doing and don't feel like I'm really making a difference, what kind of advice would you give them to get started?
1: I would say to people, look around you. Look at the things in your life that bother you, the kinds of things that you pass by every day. And you think, what is something that you can do about that, even something that seems very small, just a phone call you can make, someone you could arrange a meeting with. Because from these very humble beginnings is where ideas are born. You have an interaction, you have a conversation, someone says, that's a good idea, let's try something else. So that is really where it begins, is you have to really look at your life and ask yourself, what's one thing I can do where I could just raise my voice a little and see if I can make a small difference?
0: David Borenstein, the author of How to Change the World, Social Entrepreneurs, and the Power of New Ideas. Do you have a website, David?
1: Sure. It's called howtochangetheworld.org. O-R-G.
0: Well, thanks for spending some time with us today on InfoTrack.
1: Oh, thanks very much.
0: For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. To learn more about this or previous InfoTrack shows and guests, visit us online at talkzone.com. InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks Corporation. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack.